All right, Spencer, it's uh, the conversations that we're going to have together here are really important. We cover a lot of these conversations uh, in our books that we mm-hmm. put together, but there's so it's wide ranging in the topics. Particularly, I want to talk about a sensitive topic today. What, um, and I would say that this is a topic that our culture is missing. So, or our Christian culture. So there's there's a purity culture, which is good. We want mm-hmm. we want to emphasize purity, mm-hmm. but we live in a fallen world, and a lot of relationships have been marred by sin and tainted by sin, past relationships and current relationships. Mm. I'm thinking in particular of someone who's in a dating relationship and they are not a virgin and they're realizing it's getting more serious um, with uh, their boyfriend or girlfriend and they feel like, should they tell them? Should they not tell them about that? Mm-hmm. When is a good time for a boyfriend or girlfriend to break this information of sexual history, particularly that they're not a virgin to um, the person that they're thinking about marrying or um, really moving towards marriage in a trajectory? What would you say? I think it's really important to recognize um, the, the the pressure that a lot of Christian couples can feel. I think there's a lot of nervousness that uh, a boyfriend or girlfriend can feel in a relationship when they start thinking about their past and how it can affect their future. I think most Christian couples who love one another uh, want to uh, care for the other person, share information when it's appropriate, and it can be kind of a foggy line to know, when should I share this? I don't want to give over too much of my heart. Shouldn't I guard my heart? How do I talk about these things when we're not married and I'm talking about sexual things? Isn't that forbidden? So complicated, complicated issue. Um, however, I think it's really important to share it with your boyfriend or girlfriend, specifically in the context of commitment. And what I mean by that is every relationship is different, but I think that both people in a relationship can begin to understand, okay, we're having more serious conversations about our relationship. There are godly mentors in the local church that are affirming our relationship with each other, and we are heading towards marriage. We're both wanting to do this. I think it's really important just from the basic biblical principle of loving your neighbor to share this with your significant other, your boyfriend or girlfriend, uh, particularly before engagement. Now, there's no law that says thou shalt share uh, these details before engagement. However, I think it can be really helpful to bring up complicated topics Uh, before there is a deadline that you have to figure it out by, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So when you share something like this within the context of engagement uh, and you have a wedding date set and you uh, are sharing something that's very heavy with your your boyfriend or girlfriend, um, it takes a lot of pressure off just to be able to say, you know what, we're with godly counselors, we're with friends, and we're able to talk about these things in an unhurried way. Mm -hmm. So that way... If my boyfriend or girlfriend is really, you know, struggling to work through these issues, uh, we have time. We have time to talk about this stuff. Um, and I just think it's a—it's just a category of loving your neighbor mm-hmm. when you're sharing your sexual history with them and recognizing the complexities of it. So, so you're you're saying sooner than later, 
Mm-hmm. So sooner than engagement mm-hmm. or as you're beginning to be on this trajectory towards marriage, but you're not saying like, hey, it's the second date. Hey, we're getting coffee at Starbucks. Hey, let me tell you about my past. You don't want to be That's too right. quick. So not too quick, but sooner than later as far as commitment goes. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that the basic question to ask is, is our relationship growing in a serious commitment that's leading towards marriage? Mm -hmm. And not just me and my boyfriend, me and my girlfriend think so, but other Mm -hmm. uh, wise counselors in my local church are saying this as well. Right. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about when. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, someone's probably listening to this who's, they clicked on this online because they, they aren't a virgin and mm. they want to know what they should tell the person they're with. There's got to be a lot of emotions that they're feeling. What would you say to that person? What would they need to know before they have that conversation? Yeah. I think it's important to recognize the temptations that arise when you start to consider your past. Um, When you start to look at forgiven sin that Christ has died for, that you have been cleansed from, but yet still affects today. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's important to wrestle with those things. um, And it's important to know how to deal with the temptations, even that uh, the devil, who the Bible says is an accuser Mm -hmm. of us, And he's a liar. And so what the devil will do is he takes our past and lies to us and accuses us. And Ephesians 6 tells us that we need to take up the sword of the Spirit to combat uh, Satan's lies with God's Word. And so I would just want to point someone to a couple of different passages in God's Word that they can use to defend themselves against some of those accusations. The first one is just to... Uh, before you even have this conversation, to meditate on what God says about you and your past. So basic promises like Romans 8.1, therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Although I'm looking back at my past, my past does not condemn me. My past sexual sin, no matter how dark and how much it hurts to even think about, has been crucified with Christ with its legal demands, as Paul says in Colossians. And so it's been completely disarmed. So I don't have any condemnation over me as I share these things. Um, And then just to recognize how God views you as well, to say, you know, Psalm 103.10, he does not deal with me now according to my sins. Mm -hmm. So before I even think about how is my significant other going to respond to me, I don't ever have to question how God responds Mm -hmm. to me. He doesn't deal with me according to my sexual sin. He deals with me the way he deals with Christ because I'm in Christ. Um, And then to recognize, you know, 2 Corinthians 5.17, I am a new creation in Christ. I am no longer this person that was partaking in all of these sexual sins. I'm a new creation. I'm somebody who uh, desires the things of the Lord now, and I want to uh, walk in purity, um, even if I've failed uh, in this area or I've sinned in this area. And so what I want to say to someone who's really concerned is not so much... uh, 
to have all these various strategies of, you know, how you're going to uh, make yourself feel better or how you're going to get really confident in yourself and how you're going to share this or some technique of the right way to do it. Before you do anything of that, you need to root yourself in God's word. You need to soak yourself in scripture and your identity in Christ. Because that, I think, is where confidence comes from with your with your significant other, your boyfriend or girlfriend. And so you can share your uh, sexual history, if you're not a virgin, from an area of saying, I'm a forgiven person. Even though this has effects and this is painful, uh, this just gives me a security in how I'm, in how I'm sharing these details. Yeah. And in the, context, <clears throat> the context of this conversation is for Christians. So yeah. I guess unbelievers, this would be a completely different scenario, and they mm-hmm. probably, it might not even be an issue for them that on their radar. Yeah. Um, but what a joy to right. know that right now, as we trust in Christ, it's all forgiven. Yeah. Um, and there's no condemnation. That's yeah. Uh, what a joy. Um, and this is, this is just, if I could just say something here as well, like this is, we're also having this conversation of someone who's saying, what if I'm not a virgin? But I think these things also apply to the boyfriend or girlfriend who's maybe hearing this, who maybe is a virgin, mm-hmm. and their significant other is sharing these details with them, and maybe it's shocking, maybe it's a lot to handle, maybe it's a lot to swallow. These same promises apply to them. Mm-hmm. You need to see your boyfriend or girlfriend through the filter of God's Word. Mm-hmm. No condemnation, new mm-hmm. creation in Christ. God doesn't deal with them according to their sins. I shouldn't either. Now, there's definitely things you got to talk about, mm-hmm. and... Uh, that's important, but what we're talking about here is really understanding identity in Christ as a foundation uh, to having this conversation. So the gospel, what you're saying, is for the person who isn't a virgin and they're sharing their story, mm-hmm. the gospel has taken their sin and meshed their story with the story of the Bible mm-hmm. and made a new creation. Mm-hmm. So they should not feel condemned, not feel fear. Mm-hmm. And then on the on the converse, on the flip side... The person who is listening to this should then view that person not as who they were when mm-hmm. they lost their virginity, mm-hmm. but who they are now yes. in Jesus. And then would you also say everyone has sinned sexually? Yes. So there's it's not like there's this special class of people who well they're um, you're you're totally pure. Mm-hmm. There's not a special class of totally pure people. That's right. Um, so as we hear someone else's story about how God has forgiven them, that's also the same thread that runs through our story about how Christ has forgiven us Yes. for our sexual sin, whether it's thoughts, whether it's right. um, intentions, whether it's actions, whether it's hands, whether it's heart, whatever it may be, we're still sinners. Yeah, Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount takes... Uh, God's law in the Old Testament to not commit adultery, yep. and he dives it deeper into the heart. He says, if you look on a woman with lust, you've committed adultery. And so if this is a, a girlfriend sharing with a boyfriend, maybe the boyfriend ha- is a virgin and the girlfriend wasn't, mm-hmm. he can say, oh my goodness, I am humbled by the fact that I have lusted. Every man has lusted. Mm-hmm. And so and God has forgiven me and cleansed me of that mm of that sin so we can both be humbled together under the cross of Christ mm-hmm. uh, in this moment of sharing. Mm-hmm. Good. 
So now we've talked about when to talk about it. We've talked about fears and concerns someone might have when sharing. Are there any practical things that you would want to tell someone before they have this conversation? Are there any practical, here's how to have it, here's some things that, the, the biblical principles to know in before you go into this conversation? What are your thoughts? The first thing I'd say is pray. That may seem obvious, but is often neglected when you go into conversations mm-hmm. that you're really nervous about. Mm-hmm. Um, pray for yourself. Pray that God would, even as you're having that conversation, uh, just that his promises would be gripping your heart as you're sharing them. Mm-hmm. Um, pray that you'd be able to share these things with clarity um, and with grace. Mm-hmm. And then pray for your boyfriend or girlfriend that God would um, give them just a soft heart towards you, that he would protect them uh, as you share these details with them of your sexual history and that the conversation would be fruitful. The second thing I would say is to invite in a godly mentor, pastor, uh, older friend who can help you both navigate the conversation. I think that, um, it's easy to just have this conversation, maybe sporadically if you're nervous, but even to put a little bit of forethought and planning, maybe if you are the person who is not a virgin and you're planning on sharing this, meeting up with that pastor or friend beforehand and sharing what you want to share with your uh, boyfriend or girlfriend could be really helpful and they can help you think through the best way and the most helpful way to share it with them. And then consider what you're going to specifically share. Um, before you meet with that person, I would even encourage you maybe just to write down a couple mm-hmm. of things that you're, I know that I want to share this. And then I would just say, keep in mind that you don't have to share every gruesome detail, yeah. if you will, of your sexual history. Um, I would just say as a general principle that you need to tell them, I am not a virgin. I have a sexual past. And then to communicate the details that would have consequences on your marriage. Mm -hmm. So whether that is uh, an abuse situation that you were in or um, any like bodily or physical effects that Mm -hmm. your sexual history has on you and that would have on them because you're becoming one flesh. So I think those are really important details to communicate, but you do not have to communicate all of the details to them, just what is helpful. And then finally, I would just say to the person who isn't a virgin that's sharing this is to be patient with your uh, boyfriend or girlfriend, um, as I'm sure many will, recognizing that these are heavy things. These are uh, sober things. These aren't things that are usually um, discussed in only one conversation. They're talked about initially, and then they're talked about again and again and again uh, because they're complicated issues, and uh, we do live in a fallen world, and so we need more clarity as we share these. And so be patient with your boyfriend or girlfriend as you're sharing your story. Uh, listen to them. Let them ask questions. Let them process these things. And uh, have follow-up conversations with them after you have these conversations. And uh, I think if you have this in, a con- in the context of patience in an unhurried way, it will be the most fruitful way to have the conversations. Hmm.